You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, Episode 69. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook or via our 24-hour streaming radio station, pennystocks.fm. And keep submitting your stocks via the usual social channels or at our website, keystocks.com, for our Your Stock Our Take segment. And we just might review your stock in an upcoming show and let you know if it is a buy, sell, or hold. This week, in our Your Stock, Our Take segment, we take a look at Intertape Polymer Group, ITP on the TSX, which manufactures and sells a variety of paper and film-based pressure-sensitive and water-activated tapes, polyethylene films, protective packaging, engineered coating products, and complementary packaging systems for industrial and retail use. The stock pays a relatively attractive 4.16% dividend, and a listener who has been watching the stock for a while asks us if now is the time to pick up a position. Our star this week is Transat AT Inc., symbol TRZ on the TSX, a Canadian company which specializes in the organization, marketing, and distribution of holiday travel in the tourism industry. Powered by competing takeover bids from Air Canada and the private group Mock Inc., shares in Transat have jumped 160% since the end of April. Finally, our dog of the week is InPlay Oil Corp., symbol IPO on the TSX. The company is engaged in the acquisition, exploration, and development of petroleum and natural gas products in the energy segment. InPlay has dropped 27% over the last month following the energy prices, which have slid around uh, 20% over that period in the last 30 days. Is the drop an opportunity or signs of things to come or a sign of things to come? We discuss. I'm going to get right into the show today. We have a busy show. We're going to talk first off about a recently released report. In fact, it was released yesterday, Keystone's 2019 Canadian Dividend All-Star Report with four new buy recommendations. Very excited to release, release this report. It's about two to three months in the making. In total, let's give some background on this report. In total, there are 3,139 securities listed on the TSX and TSX Venture Exchanges. Out of this group, about 763 pay a dividend or an income distribution. Now, after removing investments such as ETFs or investment funds, uh, we look at individual stocks. The universe of Canadian dividend stocks is reduced to about 352 individual companies. Now, new companies are added to this list and and, uh, come off this list every year, but right now we're sitting around 352 individual companies. After conducting preliminary research on all 352 companies, we narrowed down the field to 74 stocks, which make up our basic monitor list in this segment. These are companies which we rate as possessing reasonably strong fundamentals with respect to their financial performance, valuation, and dividend sustainability. We do a little digging deep into these companies, dig deeper, 
from the basic monitor list, we have around 31 companies that make the cut in our criteria in this report. They have overall superior fundamentals, and we include eight current buy recommendations. Now, this report also contains research and analysis on 23 individual companies, which make our top-tier monitor list. These are companies that stand apart from the overall universe of Canadian dividend stocks due to the overall superior fundamentals they possess, including growth, value, and a sustainability of their dividend. Uh, this group of companies is one that we follow closely over the next several quarters. We will continue to follow. Uh, these companies are not current buy recommendations. However, they have been vet- we have vetted this list of quality companies and for upcoming recommendations that we will, this will probably form the basis for our upcoming recommendations uh, over the next six to 12 months will come from that 23 uh, individual company list. There may not be any from it, but it's more likely that we'll recommend from this list from any other lists we're looking at out there. Again, that is available to all of our Canadian income stock clients right away. Just log into your account. It should have been emailed off to you as well. It's available for individual purchase for $599. Or again, if you're a client, you get all of that research, including those four new recommendations for no additional charge. As a teaser, one of the new recommendations provides a dividend yield. There's paying a dividend right now of just under 6% and has very strong growth potential, a a strong growth profile right now. So a company that uh, has a little bit higher risk level but pays that great dividend and has the potential for capital appreciation that we're looking at. So we're gonna get into our Your Stock, Our Take segment. It's time we answer a question on Your Stock. In a little segment we like to call Your Stock, Our Take. Buy, sell, or hold. We have a question that's come in from Marianne via email. It's on Intertech or Intertape Polymer Group. She says, I'm thinking of starting a position. What is your take? Well, Marianne, I say Ginger and the professor send their love. And we have this following answer for you on Intertape Polymer Group, ITP symbol on the TSX. Currently trading around $18.50 with a yield or dividend of 4.16%, market cap of around $1.1 billion. What does the company do? That's very important. Intertape manufactures and sells a variety of paper and film-based pressure-sensitive and water-activated tapes, polyethylene and specialized films, protective packaging, engineered coating products, and a complementary packaging systems for industrial and retail use. So let's look at the company's most recent financials, the Q1 results. Revenue was up a healthy 17% to $277.9 million. Adjusted EBITDA increased even further, 26.7%. But adjusted earnings decreased to uh, $0.21 per share from 22 in the previous year. A slight decrease, but a decrease nonetheless. The decrease in earnings was a result of increased SG&A interest and income tax expenses in the quarter. Now, over the last three full years, revenue and EBITDA have increased at an average annual rate of 10.6 and 11.5% respectively, and adjusted earnings per share have grown uh, just around the range of 3.1%. The balance sheet. Uh, Debt levels are relatively high, but they're manageable right now. The Intertape uh, ended the most recent quarter with total debt of 570. 
4.2 million and cash of 10.3 million. The company has a debt to equity ratio of around 2.2. Uh, and, a, and, and a debt-to-adjusted EBITDA ratio of 3.9 times. Now, our conclusion on this company, the company's price-to-earnings ratio right now is about 17.8, and enterprise-valued EBITDA about 11.1. Good if the company continues to grow, uh, just reasonable or slightly overvalued if the company does not grow. Now, we think they will grow, but they have to get there. Intertape is primarily a tape and protective packaging manufacturer. It is benefiting from the growth in online shopping due to the high packaging requirements of shipped products. Growth in revenues and adjusted EBITDA have been reasonably strong. However, adjusted earnings growth has been relatively flat for the past several years. The company, this is, it's, it's a strategic, uh, a strategic focus the company has right now in terms of uh, moving forward and growth in the business. The company has invested heavily in growth initiatives over the last two years, and the plan is to start to see the benefits from this investment by 2019-2020. We like the growth catalyst currently in place, but we need to see the company demonstrate the ability to increase earnings on a per-share basis once again. In addition, the debt leverage is relatively high, and we would be looking for the company to reduce debt as free cash flow increases. We monitor it closely, and the stock has made it to our top-tier watch list from over 350 dividend-paying stocks reviewed in Canada, uh, and it was in a recent special report, Keystone's Dividend All-Star Report just released last week as a company we monitor. At this point, we are monitoring it for an entry point. Now our Star of the Week. From our Stars and Dogs segment, it's time for this week's Star. Star. Transat AT Inc., symbol TRZ on the TSX, currently trades around $13.47, market cap of Five hundred and five million, five hundred five point five million. The company's shares have risen over one hundred and thirty-four percent since the end of April, and in the last week are up fifteen percent. What does the company do? Transat is a Canadian company which specializes in the organization, marketing, and distribution of holiday travel in the tourism industry. The company's core business consists of tour operators based in Canada and Europe, which are vertically integrated with its other services of air transportation, distribution through a dynamic travel agency network, and value-added services at travel destinations and accommodations. What is driving the stock? On April 30th, 2019, the company announced it was in preliminary discussions with more than one party on a potential transaction involving the acquisition of Transat. The stock subsequently jumped from the 560 range to just under $10. Now, on May 16th, Transat announced that it agreed to a 30-day period of exclusive negotiations with Air Canada, pursuant to a letter of intent contemplating a transaction by which Air Canada would acquire all the shares of Transat at around $13 per share. Now, on June 4th, the private company Group Mock Inc., the largest independent real estate developer and owner uh, in Quebec, proposed the acquisition of Transat at $14 per share in cash, exactly $1 above the Air Canada offer. Let's look at the recent financial numbers from Air Transat Q1 2020 fiscal compared to Q1 2019. Revenues remained at approximately $648 million. Net income was a loss of $49 million compared to a loss of $2 million. Adjusted EBITDA was a loss of $37 million compared to a loss of $28 million. 
Air Canada deal here was a friendly deal with management support, but it has been criticized by some, by some of the shareholders uh, of Transat and by the Quebec government. So the announcement of a second offer by Mock adds a twist to a deal that had been under scrutiny by the Quebec government, which wants uh, the deal to ensure Transat's headquarters stay in the province. The new offer is conditional on Quebec providing around $120 million in financing, and the Mock pledged that no jobs would be lost in the deal. According to the terms of the Air Canada offer last month, Transat would be able to withstand, withdraw the exclusive from the exclusive negotiations if they receive an unsolicited proposal of at least a dollar share higher than the Air Canada bid, and it wasn't matched by the Montreal-based airline. The mock offer is exactly a dollar above, so it, it suits that criteria. It fits that criteria. Now, we will watch with interest this story as it develops, but the gains over the past month and week give Transat the coveted status of our star of the week. Finally, we're going to get to our dog of the week. From our stars and dog segment, it's time for this week's dog. The company is In Play Oil Corp., symbol IPO on the TSX, Currently 83 cents, market cap of 54.4 million. Stocks or shares, sorry, in in play oil have fallen 27% in the last month, 15% in the last week. What does the company do? In play oil is an oil development and production company based in Calgary, Alberta, is engaged in the acquisition, exploration, development of petroleum and natural gas properties and the production and sale of crude oil, natural gas, and natural gas liquids. What has been driving the stock? Well, on May 8th, the company came out with its Q1 results. Revenues were about $19 million, so down 4% from $20 million the same period last year. Net income uh, was $1 million compared to $1.4 million, so down 26%. Uh, adjusted EBITDA was up around 21%. Now, in terms of in-play in oil, the company has been on a gradual decline for the last year. Management seemed to be pleased in the conference call with the results, despite a somewhat negative shareholder reaction. There was no growth in revenue, so we can see a reaction being negative. With a price to trailing EBITDA multiple of 2.11, it appears to offer some level of value, but earnings are negative for the last 12 months. The declines in the energy prices over the last month, including a 21% decline in oil prices since the end of April, contribute to InPlay's oil or share drop. The losses in InPlay, nevertheless, give it the not-so-coveted status of our dog of the week. That's going to conclude our show for this week. We encourage you to keep listening, keep liking us uh, on on. on on Twitter, on anywhere, all the social media channels out there. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes as well. You can rate us and review us there. That helps us gain a broader audience. Again, for all our clients, I encourage you to log, in to, uh, log into your account, all our Canadian income stock clients. That new report just released with four new buy recommendations is out in the last week. So review that. There's some great information in that report. If you haven't become a client to that service yet, now is a great time with four new buy recommendations that you can get your uh, income create or income producing portfolio started today. Again, I'd like to thank all of the listeners for listening, and I wish you profitable investing. <laughs>